Hello, everyone. Welcome back for Season 2 of Animal Wise. We're so happy to have you with us. I'm Lauren McCall, podcaster, author, teacher, and founder of the Lauren McCall Animal Communication Academy. And I'm Bertha Eddington, also a podcaster, digital marketing professional, and so much more. <laughs> and we both welcome you to Animal Wise, the podcast where from playful to profound, Animal Wise brings animal wisdom to your world. And wow, Lauren, there is just, there is and has been so much heavy stuff going on in the world right now. Um, I, I feel like our Animal Wise podcast is a little refuge where we can relax and enjoy a deeper connection with the animals who share our homes and our planet and therefore with each other. Oh, wow. Yes, Bertha. Isn't that the truth? I mean, animals, though, they certainly have their own struggles. Um, they live their lives without having to cope with most of the complexities of human existence. It's really wonderful, I think, to be able to step inside of their worldview and get their perspective on things. Yes, and I've really been enjoying that. Um, but isn't it true that animals share things in common with people? I mean, especially domesticated animals who live in our homes, dogs, cats, rabbits. Don't they think about their safety, having enough food, things like that? Don't they feel stress? Oh, yes, they certainly do. But at the same time, um, they don't have to worry about paying the mortgage, renewing the car insurance, um, mm -hmm. and having the, the burden of <clears throat> having to earn money. Yeah. And, you know, interestingly, our, our social structures are more complex than theirs. You know, animals certainly have their social structures. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have the proverbial frog in my throat. <laughs> animals you have, have an so animal in your throat. My God, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, animals have social structures, and of course, we learn about this watching all those nature programs that we enjoy. But their social structures are not nearly as complex as ours. You know how we treat our boss is very different than the way we treat our brother or sister. You know how you treat your mother-in-law is probably going to be different than the way that most of us, you know, would engage with our best friend. Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's very true. Oh gosh, you gave me the frog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that that's very true. But do animals um, have egos like people do? I mean, they have different personalities, right? Oh, sure. And, you know, just to be clear, um, when we talk about ego, uh, we're talking about ego as it relates to a being's self-esteem, um, their sense of self-importance. And animals have differing types or levels of ego, just like people. But I think a big, big difference is that animals don't measure their self-esteem, of course, with how much money they have, their position at work, um, and let's remember that they live more in the present moment uh, than most people do, rather than dreaming of accumulating wealth or status. But as you say, their egos do vary as individuals, not as a species. Hmm. So do you have any examples of that? Yeah, I sure do. Um, today, I'd like to start with my sister Kim's silver Labrador. Uh, her name is Billie Jean. She's around two years old, very sweet. Um, and by human standards, she's also a very 
pretty dog, kind of a California babe <laughs> of the dog world. Um, so, so let's hear from, from Billie Jean. I asked Billie Jean, do you know that you're pretty or do you think of yourself as pretty? Billie Jean replied, people say I'm good looking all the time. I don't pay attention much. I mean, I'm glad that I'm not funny looking. My mom likes that I'm good looking. My mom pretty much likes everything about me. I said, well, yes, that's true. But do you know of dogs who think a lot of themselves? That maybe they are special? Billie Jean replied, you mean like smarter or good looking or tough or something like that? I said, yes, like that. Billie Jean said, sure. I've met some dogs like that at school. And by school, she means daycare. Mm. Uh, I have a poodle friend who thinks he's super smart. <laughs> and maybe he is smarter than me, but I am probably better looking. <laughs> I said, well, it is hard to measure smarts and good looks. Billie Jean said, for sure. Some animals are smart at breaking out of their yards. Some are smart at tricks. Some are smart at manipulating their people to get what they want. <laughs> I said, oh, like food. Billie Jean said, yes, I'm especially good at that. I said, and some dogs are pretty, some are handsome, and some are cute, right? Lots of different types. Billie Jean replied, most of us don't think about that. I said, so your friend, Allie, is a street dog, a mix of many different breeds. You are what people call a purebred. Does that matter? Billie Jean said, why would it? A good dog is a dog with a good heart. Who cares if their hair is long, short, sticking out, light, dark, or whatever? Fur color or length doesn't make a dog nice, loving, or loyal. I agree, I said. Billie Jean said, I like Allie because she's fun and gentle and sweet, and she likes to play. I take animals as I see them, as they treat me. Are they kind? Do they respect me? If so, then okay. <laughs> What what a sweetheart she is. Yes, Billie she is. Jean. She's really a sweetheart. And, and while she's certainly a bit sassy, um, she's definitely mellow and balanced. I, I love that she said a good dog is a dog with a good heart. That's that's the criteria. And boy, wouldn't it do us all, all, all as humans well to adopt that philosophy. So it sounds, I mean, she really didn't sound like she had a, a lot of ego. Is that generally true? <laughs> well, as I said, that depends on the individual. So at the other end of the spectrum, if Billie Jean is kind of at the self-effacing sweet end, <laughs> I'd like to share an example. This is a bumptious bunny. <laughs> who lived with my friend Keiko in Japan. Uh, the bunny's name is Snuffy, and I'm talking to him shortly after his death. And I'm speaking on Keiko's behalf. In other words, she asked me to connect with Snuffy for her. 
Now, there are two things that I'd, I'd like people to know in listening to this conversation. Uh, one is that Snuffy had a birth defect in his front legs that made them kind of splay out. So he, he looked a little different. And uh, also, he refers to one of the dogs in the house, a white Pekingese named Foo. Okay, let's hear from Snuffy. Snuffy starts and he says, well, that was a good long ride, wasn't it? It was all a pretty ideal life. I said, I'm glad you think so. I sure did my best for you. Snuffy replied and said, yeah, I know. And in return, I was cute. So we both did well. I asked, why did you come to me? Snuffy replied, I was looking for a pretty easy life. I was not perfect as I had those funny legs, which of course made me even cuter as it turns out. Who knew that would happen? <laughs> anyway, I wanted a cushy lifetime, and you wanted an animal that you could love and adore. I touched you in places not many other animals have. We were friends. Of course, I loved being waited on, but we were friends, as well as family. I know you like odd-looking animals, which explains why you have that weird white dog. <laughs> really, what a dimwit. <laughs> but hey, you feel sort of close to her too, so that's good. I said, well, uh, I still feel you very much with me, inside of me. Snuffy chuckled and said, of course, I'm not that easy to get rid of. The cuteness lingers. <laughs> I said, oh, and the grumpiness too? Snuffy replied, you can call it grumpy. I call it discerning. I have refined tastes, and I could get what I wanted. So why not? You are, you are not very different than that. I replied, I'm not grumpy. Snuffy replied, no, but you are opinionated. <laughs> I laughed and said, um, no comment. <laughs> Snuffy said, there is nothing wrong with being opinionated as long as you have the right opinions. <laughs> I said, so what else would you like to tell me? Snuffy replied, it would be ungracious of me not to thank you. So, thank you. I really do love and miss you all. I said, all of us? Snuffy replied and said, okay, most of you, not the dimwit. You mean foo? Snuffy said, the turtle you have makes better conversation than she does, but then so do most rocks. <laughs> said, oh dear. She said, oh please, I have all, you have always known that I was like this. I said, that's true. I said, I sure miss you. Snuffy said, I know, I miss you too. Thank you for everything, I said. Snuffy said, you're welcome. And do you want to know the big lesson? I said, 
of course. Snuffy said, be true to yourself. I always was. I said, yes, and you still are. <laughs> so, um, in my experience, uh, Snuffy was unusually strongly opinionated. Okay. I want a Snuffy in my life uh, because, <laughs> because I, I, I needed a diva. I mean, a really beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, fun, the most fun. And, you know, what he, I love when he said, there's nothing wrong with being opinionated as long as you have the right opinions. Exactly. <laughs> Don't we all feel that way? <laughs> yeah, duh. I, I, I need somebody like that. I, it, it, it actually, I have to share with our listener. Well, I don't have to, but you're going to, I'll share anyway. It was my um, birthday last week and a friend of mine gave me a card that says, you, you, some people say we're high, ma I'm high, we're high maintenance and you open it up and it said, well, duh. <laughs> so <laughs> I can, I can really relate to that. Yeah. Well, but a fun kind of a, a diva, as you say, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, Snuffy was certainly always in life and it seems in death, quite a character and clearly a lot of fun to talk to. But, you know, I, I do want to say the thing to remember is that, as I said, animals' egos are varied. And I think it's fair to say that they are generally not so focused on things that people sometimes get get kind of hung up on, like physical appearance, um, you know, how much money we have, how many cars. They don't worry about how they look quite so much, how many toys they have, how many bones they have, and that kind of thing. Yeah, well, even Snuffy was more interested in the conversational abilities um, than, mm -hmm. than toys or, or really even her own looks. I mean, she knew she was cute, but it didn't go too much further than that. No, that's right. <clears throat> yeah. That's right. So remember, it's all about the individual and not about the species. It's not as though, oh, I don't know, a Pekingese is more egotistical than um, a pug. It doesn't really work that way. Oh, and isn't that true for humans? And a good and another good life lesson from our Animal Wise podcast. And we want to thank you for listening today. If you've enjoyed what you've heard and want to hear more, Please subscribe to us on your favorite pod, podcast platform from Apple to Google, Spotify, and more. And please tell your friends, family, and even perfect strangers. And if your podcast app takes reviews and you like what you've heard, please leave us a review. It really does help. And thanks for now, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you soon. <laughs>